Hello, this is former Fox Sports Wisconsin anchor and proud fellow Wauwatosan Jeff Grayson. From my position high in the booth, it appears conditions are good for this much-anticipated matchup. Let's go down to the studio. The action is about to start. It's season four of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. My name is Chris Beyer. As always, with my co-host, Jim Martin. Hello, everybody. This is kind of a different type of episode. All our episodes usually have a guest. This one does not have a guest. This is a behind-the-scenes retrospective of Season 2, the first half of Season 2, Episodes 1 through 10. And let me say this briefly, that this is the second time we're recording this. Jim (laughs) didn't hit the record button, and we figured that out at the end of our recording. So we're doing it again At the end of the first time we recorded this podcast, I said something that I'm going to say at the start of this podcast, which is these are a lot of good episodes. And if you've listened to them once, uh, go back and listen to them again. If you haven't listened to them, hopefully our stories about these podcasts will spur you to listen to uh, those episodes. One other thing I'll say is that most of our listeners don't know that we rehearse every show. Every show we do one time without recording. And <laughs> no, that's not true. That was kind of our dress rehearsal. <laughs> right. And then, you know, then we, then we do it live. Yeah. This is, this is real this time, right? We're going to do it live. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, we mentioned at the end of that initial recording, if you listen to our podcast and you appreciate what we do, we would appreciate it if you spread the word because the more downloads we get, the more excited we are to do the podcast. We're at about 20,000 downloads to wow. this point. And that's a lot of hours that people have been listening to these podcasts. It spurs us on to keep going and getting guests like we've been getting here lately, like Jerry Augustine from the Brewers and Steve Pallack from local radio and others. Exactly. And, you know, the other thing that I think would be cool is if more people commented on what they thought, what they liked, what they didn't like, you know, that type of thing. I know it's a little bit difficult because we just got the Facebook page, but it would be cool to get a little feedback from people other than people on the street who pull us aside and say, hey, I know all about your show. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's go through some of these episodes. Uh, Season two, episode one, Dave Bull was in the first half and in second half, he was joined by Mark Ryder. Dave Bull has always been the first guest of every season. In the second half, we had Mark Ryder, who was the second guest of our first season. So there's kind of a symmetry to how we presented that. The first episode, the one with Dave alone, was kind of an experimental thing. It was actually our second full-length skit that we did. The first full-length skit is the next one we're going to talk about, episode two. But let's talk about this one. We called it the commentary episode, and I, I thought it was really good. Yep, I did too. I thought it turned out turned out really well. We had the kind of like you said, we had the two things going on there. We had the one which was kind of the skit, which was about kind of like our studio personnel and all the people that that worked for us and worked in the studio. And then the other side of it was the commentary on the first episode we ever did, and we had that kind of in the background and. And we were praising each other up and down about how great we did and how excellent everybody performed in the first season ever or first episode ever. Yeah, that was the joke was we thought we were a bigger deal than we were. And we had this fictional staff and we had this fictional office. We had this fictional studio and uh, and Dave played along with us and we would run bits and pieces of the first episode in the background. Jim did a lot of work on this in terms of editing to get everything to 
worked together and it came off really good. Yeah, it feels like so long ago now. Really, we were still pretty raw at that point. Everything was still kind of evolving with the show. So it still was kind of in its infancy. And for that, I thought it did turn out really well. Yep. Right. And then the second half of that interview, we brought in Mark Ryder for that one. Mm -hmm. Part of the focus of that was kind of a humorous debate between Mark, the avid environmentalist, and Dave, the climate change skeptic. And it was fun to kind of have the two of them go back and forth as we teased each one of them about their positions. Right. Yeah, we call that one the showdown, even though it really wasn't. <laughs> it's not like it came to blows or anything. It's still it's usually a fun, usually a fun time here, even when when people disagree with each other. So uh, the second episode of mm-hmm. that season was Matt Simmons. Yep. And that was, again, as I mentioned before, that was the first time we tried to skit. Now, the first half of his interview was the skit. The second half was more of a traditional interview. The first half only was an eight minute skit, but we did it like three and four times to get different takes. Each of the takes, they were very painful and there was some awkwardness to it. I didn't think it was going to be able to be patched together into a coherent episode. But as it turned out, as I edited these three or four different takes we did, in each take, there was either me or Jim or our guest, Matt, that had a good take. And I was able to splice different pieces from different uh, takes of it to come up with this coherent episode, which I think turned out pretty good in the end. Uh, our acting that we did was was pretty good. It encouraged us at least to keep trying to expand the podcast creatively. Right. That really was the first time that we had tried something like that. And, and you know, you had the, the script all laid out for us and everything and um, and you were talking about the editing that I did on the previous episode, but you did a lot of editing on this one, obviously, to make to make this one work. And really, that's usually you're usually the guy who does all the all the editing and makes things makes things sound sound good. I put in the music and whatever, but it was the first time we tried something, and the first time is never going to be perfect. And I thought Matt did a really good job in his part for somebody who isn't he's not an actor; he's just a guy who came in to talk to us. And we said, "Hey, how about you do this?" And he said, "All right." And then the ironic part was the whole skit was about kind of how we thought we thought like, all right, we know the jig is up. We know your, your deal, kind of the shady fella. And, and that was the whole sort of idea, the premise of the first skit. And then the second half turns out. Yeah. That he mentioned that he had gone to jail. Right. And in the first half, we had him playing this heavy, you know, who was doing something illegal and in the second half, he admitted that he had done something illegal and he had gone to jail for it. And probably more so than any episode of our entire four seasons, this was the most raw one where somebody talked about themselves and their predicament and their past uh, the most frankly of any episode we've ever had. And for him, he really enjoyed it because he was getting a lot of stuff off his chest. Right. Yeah. It almost felt like a therapy session in the end. And, and he really was opening up about him and his the not being able to see his kids for so long and all these things. And really, like you said, it was just, it was just really raw. It was really emotional. And, uh, and, and it was, that was completely unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing you alluded to is that a lot of our guests, we show up and we say, here's what we'd like you to do. And these people are not actors yep. and we get them to agree to it and <laughs> they do great jobs. They're really, I mean, I can't think of anybody who just flopped, you know, I mean, every, everything that we've done, 
all our friends and and family members and stuff that we put on the spot like that. I think they've all it, they've all turned out really well. Now there have been a couple that we've done this with that have been professionals, whether they're comedians or some actors or and, uh, at least at least some amateur acting uh, experience and that type of thing. And and they also have done a great job. But I just I'm really impressed with the people who have just never done anything like this before, and they're like, uh, okay, all right, I'll give it a shot, and it turns out well. Right, and that's kind of the one of the charms of, I believe of this podcast. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a fun thing to watch. The third episode, Tracy Johnson was referred to us by Dave Bowles. She has been in local media. She's been on local TV and local radio. She's also involved with uh, commercial real estate. She had some media experience. And so you could tell that she was a pro in that field. People didn't realize this because you can't hear this, but she was like six two or something. She was she was really tall, yeah. and uh, I just remember she talked about how she tolerated us our shorter people, and uh, it was it was funny. She was she was a lot of fun. She's uh, been on WTMJ TV, mm-hmm. doing mainly political commentary, and then she's been uh, on morning radio, filling in for guest hosts on WTMJ radio, and I think she still does that. Our fourth guest was Bill Finn. Bill Finn is a friend of mine from uh, my cycling group, and he's got a background in theater and in public speaking and things like that, and he was really good. Yeah, he was great. We um, had him do the voice of our podcast for season three because of his phenomenal speaking voice, and I just I love hearing his voice. I don't know what it is. It's, there's something just so perfect about his voice. You know, I should mention that we just got done saying that Bill Finn is the voice of season three in terms of the intros and outros that you'll hear. Season two, the season that we're talking about, that was when we brought in uh, for maybe the second half of season one as well. But for all of season two, Richard Wilson Richard was the Wilson. voice, uh, our intro voice for season mm-hmm. two for right. these episodes in the next 10 and Richard, another guy that's got a great voice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and actually, when when we took his voice, you know, after season two was over, and we moved it to Bill in the third season, there were a few people who said, "Hey, where's Richard? What happened to Richard?" Not that they didn't like Bill, but like, wow, they really like Richard, you know. So yeah, they yeah. got the deep bass. I talked with Richard not too long ago. Great guy. Episode five was Tim Oakland, mm-hmm. a common friend of ours. It was really one of our most fun episodes. And it is one of our most listened to episodes. Right. Yeah. This is another situation. So first of all, like you said, Tim's a good friend of ours and, and he's another guy who just seamlessly walks into these jokes and, and these scenarios and just, I mean, it's like we told him exactly what was going to happen and we didn't tell him any of this stuff. Like you said, maybe the most popular, I don't know. It's it's up there. Yeah. Uh, The next episode, episode six It's an episode featuring two professors from Marquette University. This podcast is based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I say that because most of our downloads are from the Milwaukee area, but we have a number of uh, areas where we get a lot of downloads from. Lately, Ohio has been a big one here that we've been seeing a lot of downloads from. So anyway, uh, Marquette University is in Milwaukee, and these are two professors, Alex Ng and Richard Markland Jr. Alex Ng, I believe, is a human physiology professor, fitness and kinesiology, things like that. Richard Markland, we're not exactly sure. I thought it was some type of engineering, 
uh, although he's well learned in a lot of things, as you'll hear in the podcast. Right. One thing I had to do in the editing process is I had to turn down the volume on his laughter <laughs> because it was too distracting in terms of uh, if somebody was listening to our podcast uh, on headphones or something like that, it was, his laughter was off the charts. And so I had to kind of tone down the laughter and his part because it was just too much. Yeah, he was, it, was, it was a loud one. And, and we always like to get good laughers on the show. That's for sure. But he didn't, he also say something about not everybody has to go to college. We had kind of a philosophical discussion about that and how, you know, it just, you don't have to go to college to, to lead a, a, a good life. That was, that yeah. was interesting coming from a college professor. Right. And uh, he said, you know, there's a lot of pride and a lot of honor in being a craftsman and being a, you know, somebody that works in the trades. And sure. he said, those career paths are just as valid as uh, some of the career paths that are being chosen by his students. And he wanted to make sure that uh, everybody knew that college wasn't the be all and end all and that uh, there are other paths that you can take that are just as honorable. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. The next one, episode seven, features two friends more of Jim's, and they own a local tavern here in Wauwatosa, the suburb of Milwaukee. Uh, it's called the Wauwatiki in Wauwatosa, and it is Pete Panagos and Jimmy Finley. Yep, those are two guys I play baseball with. I used to play baseball when I played. Good friends of mine. And, and the thing that I remember about this one is that this happens every once in a while. I'm always surprised that we have friends on the show and they are very stiff and very nervous and very calculated about what they're talking about and how they're behaving. And it surprises me a little bit until I kind of put myself in their shoes and they don't do this all the time. And this is kind of a, a, a big deal for them to come on and, and uh, podcast. Things did loosen up after a while. Uh, but Jimmy was the one who wanted to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy was the bigger fan of the show and followed it and wanted to be on the show. And we brought in both of them together. Pete did most of the talking and Jimmy kind of left thinking, Hey, I was the guy that wanted to be on the show. So in the next season, uh, we ended up having Jimmy on for his own show. That's in season three. You can listen to that one as well. You know, I think a couple of things. One, um, you talked about people being stiff. Uh, even though it's not live, I think there's that thought that people have in their head that it is live, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And that they're going to say something that they regret. And then the second fear they might have is, okay, it's not live. I'm still going to say something that I might regret. And they might not snip it out. They might not edit it. And it right. might come back to haunt me either professionally or personally. And so you could see where people might be a little bit stiff when they come on the show. However, one thing we always tell each of our guests is that uh, they will be able to listen to an edited copy before it goes out so they can have final approval because we're in the business of having happy guests and we're not looking to embarrass anybody. Right. Yeah, no, there's, that's not obviously not the purpose of the show is to put anybody on the spot. And um, right. I specifically remember like, you know, Jim Moldenauer came on and he's uh, alderman here it's real easy when you get politicians where you think like, Oh, I could ask him this question and get him into this. And then like, no, no, we're not interested in that at all. Let alone, let alone with our friends. Right. Like, right. like our friends, we would never do that. But I understand what you're saying that 
they might have this feeling that what if something goes wrong here? Right. 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 Um, you know, yeah. the other thing about it is really they're talking in front of a microphone, which is kind of weird. It may not be as weird anymore after the pandemic. People are on Zoom all the time. But when we first started, especially, it's it's kind of a, it's a different, weird thing that's going out over the air. It feels a little bit celebrity-ish, you know, and so right. that could be a little nerve wracking. It's a little bit like public speaking. Speaking of public speaking, our next two guests, episode eight and episode nine, both feature local media figures in Milwaukee, which are no longer media figures. The first one is Bonnie North. That was episode eight. At the time we had her on, she worked for WUWM in Milwaukee. It was the Wisconsin affiliate, the Milwaukee affiliate of National Public Radio. She worked on a program called Lake Effect with another friend of the show, Mitch Tyke, and she's since gone on with Mitch to uh, work at a different NPR station in uh, upstate New York. Right. Yep. And my wife and some of her friends were big listeners of their show, Lake Effect, Bonnie and Mitch's show. And when they heard we were going to have Bonnie North on, they came up with a list of questions they had for her. So we had kind of a, a Q&A from the audience uh, during that show. And that, that was kind of fun for um, for my wife and her friends to to hear, oh, Bonnie North is actually answering my question. And my, my friend's daughter asked her a couple questions. And so that, that was kind of a, an interesting little little side thing that we did in that episode. We always like to get name guests on, like we, if we can, people that are either in sports or news or radio or, or something like that, so that we make our, our podcast seem a little bit more credible. They might be some of our, our listeners' favorite episodes because these are people that they, that they might know and hear. But from a creative standpoint, some of our best stuff usually is with our friends or people right. that we kind of know. And so these are episodes that we like to kind of build our credibility with. Uh, it was good to have Bonnie on. And our next guest, episode nine, Jim Stingle, was a prominent columnist uh, for the Milwaukee Journal. He was somebody that would be on the front page from time to time or on the front page of the second section. He's since retired, but at the time he was on our show, he was probably the most prominent lifestyle columnist for the Journal. Right, and that was kind of the thing that we noticed that we sort of had in common with our show and his show was both had very localized uh, stories and sort of human interest feel to them. We've expanded, you know, since then. We're not local anymore with Zoom and everything. The nice thing about having people like him and Bonnie and Mitch is that they have audiences that we don't have. And so hopefully the idea is those audiences say, oh, I'd like to hear about what Mitch had to say to these guys. And, you know, maybe they become listeners too. And that's kind of nice for all of us. I remember thinking, and I told you about this at the time, that, you know, I thought, oh, who knows? Maybe he'll do a story on us. Right. You know, because we, we handed him the story on a platter. You know, we right. called him, we got a hold of him through, actually got a hold of him through Crocker Stevenson, prior guest on our show, uh, who also worked at the Journal. And I kind of had this thought in the back of my mind that, you know, here's kind of a story that's writing itself. And, and we mm -hmm. didn't want to push it. We never asked him that. Right. But I was hoping it might turn into that, but it didn't. Right. Yeah. Especially because, as you mentioned, we sort of handed this to him. We, in the second half of his interview, we said, well, why don't we do this? We've been interviewing you for the first half. Why don't we switch this around? You can interview us on our own show because he, that's what he does for a living. So, so that was kind of a, a fun little 
a switch, right? The bait and switch. But the, the twist on the show that, that time was that he did an interview with us. We were able yep. to tell all about how the podcast got started and everything. All he really had to do was transcribe that episode. Yep. Yep. Well, the chance is over for you, Jim. It's too bad. Now that you're retired. Well, our last episode. <laughs> I bet you're of, talking to me. <laughs> yeah, that's over for you too. Yeah. Right. Um, the last episode of the first half that we're going to talk about here, Scott Saveco. Scott Saveco at this point was the second time guest. Uh, he is one of our closest mutual friends. And anytime we get one of our handful of our closest mutual friends on, these are some of the easiest episodes. Uh, Scott's got a big laugh. Right. And he's got such a great style of humor too. It's kind of dry, but, but it's, it's just, he's really funny. And, and I don't know if I say that because, I've known him pretty much my whole life or if because, you know, he really is funny, but I, I think he's, I, I think it's, I think he's really funny, but yeah, he talked to us about, um, about his music. You know, he's got his music, uh, I hesitate to call it a career, but he's got his music thing going on where he's, he's got a group of guys and they made a CD and they play out, you know, with, uh, around town and things like that. And that was his, um, the veterans guitar program. All right. So I'm going to ask you of these 10, which is your favorite? I think my favorite episode, I think I got to go with uh, the first, very first one of season two, which was the, the commentary episode where we talked about, I liked the, all the studio guys that we came up with the names and the, and the jobs that they had. And uh, one guy was living in the studio and that was kind of funny. And uh, so, yeah, I, I thought that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, this is the second time we recorded this podcast. And when I asked Jim this question the first time, he said, Bill Finn, and yeah. that is a great episode. And I said I had three that I was interested in, uh, the Scott Sebeka one, Tim Oakland, and then the first episode, the one with Dave Bull, the commentary episode, which he just alluded to. And the reason is, is all three of those are very strong episodes. But the interesting thing with the Dave Bull one is that that was a creative turn for the podcast in as much that we started doing skits where uh, we had done some improv uh, to that point, but this is the first time that we had planned out a skit that was going to be a full episode skit. It wasn't just going to be a couple minutes uh, inserted into some into some podcast. It was going to be a full episode skit, and it was kind of ambitious in the sense that we had inserted clips from uh, the first previous show, the 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 first show that we had ever done, and we had kind of uh, dropped off points and pick up points that we had to be aware of when we were recording this. And we came up with some characters and we had to improv from that situation. And uh, once it got all put together with music and bells and whistles, it turned out really good. And it proved a turning point for the podcast to expand a little bit more creatively. Yep, I agree. And it, it kind of showed that we could actually do this in a, a way that would actually work you know, they do the skit part of it. And, and we've gone on to do several that have been pretty good. Yeah. I knew for myself for to continue doing this podcast, it was going to have to go in different directions to make it interesting for me. Yep. And it's taken a chance because we're essentially acting. I wasn't, I was never in theater and you were never in theater, right? No, no. I, and, took, um, I, I did take, uh, you know, full disclosure. I took yeah. uh, a couple of improv classes with comedy sports, but that was, uh, that was it. Yeah, but it was taking a chance on looking stupid, uh, yep. <laughs> you know, essentially. And it turned out well, and uh, we've done a bunch of others uh, to some degree of success. Some of them were pretty good, some not so good. But uh, some of my favorite episodes over the four years are the ones that we 
are the ones that we took a chance and and went uh, in some completely different direction. Yep. Right. And, you know, it'd be interesting to hear what the listeners have to say, what their favorite ones are, because I'll tell you, some of them, I feel like "Mm, that one was okay. And then you hear, when you actually do hear feedback, you talk to your friends like, Oh, I really like that because it did this and this and this. And I never thought of that. I always think of, did I have fun doing that one? And some of them are more fun than others. That's all. And it doesn't mean it's going to be, a bad show or, or, you know, our listeners could still like it, even though I think it was, you know, a little weaker then. Yeah. But we talked about this, that I did not want to do a um, current events show. I did Mm -hmm. not want to do a show where, did you hear about this crazy thing that happened in the news? Right. I wanted our shows to be timeless in the sense that uh, if you listen to it, it's not dated. It's, it's each one of them has got a story behind it. Or an interview that's, again, not based upon current events or some wacky thing that happened in the news, but that it's got uh, some flow to it that uh, if you listen to season one, two, three, four, they'd all be fresh. Right, right. And and obviously we had, to, we had some moments in season four because of COVID that are going to be put a little time stamp on that. But yeah, for the most part, we've tried to try to stick with that. And, and like you said, we, we, we try and stay out of current events. We try and make the comedy from us, not from some outside source. So, well, once again, thank you for uh, listening to this behind the scenes uh, retrospective of season two, the first half. Take a chance to go back and listen to some of these ones. The first episode with Dave Bull, the fourth with Bill Finn, uh, the fifth with Tim Oakland, the tenth with uh, Scott Savecco. Those are all good ones. Among all the, all of them have got some highlights within those. So go ahead and give those a listen, and we'll see you next week for a brand new episode from the Bait and Switch Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch Podcast when we talk with comedian Tim Brennan. You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch Podcast. Spread the word.